0: Welcome to Leather Brains, the podcast for fantasy football. Now, introducing your host, Hunter Slapdog Amoruso and Matthew Scotty Holtmeyer.
1: Hello, you beautiful, handsome, sexy brainiacs, and welcome to another episode of Leather Brains. As always, I am your host, Slapdog, and I am joined here today by someone who is much better than Scott Del Rey, Mr. Yeti. How are you doing, sir?
0: Man, it's hump day here. I can't. Hell yeah. It's, it's a beautiful day. Beautiful that, day. In, amen. And leather brains. I'm excited to be here. Oh, we're, Let's we're get after it. You. We're very excited yeah. to have you.
1: Um, I'm pumped. For those of you who do not know, Scotty is on a sabbatical uh he is actually on his honeymoon so selfish it's very selfish and what i'm gonna request is is go bother him get on twitter go bother him on twitter uh and let him know that even though he's not here he has a job to do and he's not he's failing to do it so we appreciate you stepping in and and taking the reins from scotty eddie and uh and uh we're we're just gonna go ahead and jump right into the uh the news let's
0: get down let's get down to business
1: the first piece of news since Tuesday's episode is uh, Ryan Tannehill states that it's not his job to mentor Willis. What is your initial your your reaction to that one there,
0: Eddie? Man, I've seen so many people blowing this up on Twitter, and I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, you know, Tannehill is a veteran, but it's not his job to babysit Willis. Uh, You know, he's still competing for a starting job. He wants to beat Willis out. Um, And, you know, if Willis learns a thing or two from, from, you know, watching Tannehill, great. But, uh, you know, they're both competitors. And I don't see anything wrong with the statement of not wanting to directly help Willis.
1: And it was really interesting because that was my initial thought as well. I was like, man, like if I was in Ryan Tannehill's position, they drafted this guy to come in and replace me why would I, you know, I don't want to get, I wouldn't want to get replaced. And, and you see some of these quarterbacks, like I think a great example of this would be Andy Dalton last year with Justin Fields, you know, Andy Dalton was like, I'm I'm going to show you the reins and he kind of took him under his wing, which was great. Um, But I think the writing was kind of on the wall for Andy Dalton as far as like he was about to be phased out. And I think the writing is kind of on the wall for Ryan Tannehill as far as if he can't get it done, he's going to get replaced. But why should he not try his very hardest to not get replaced, you know? So that was kind of my thought is you have these quarter, these aged quarterbacks that come in and show the rookies how it's done. Um, And it sounds like that is not going to be the case this time. It's going to be figure the shit out because I'm still trying to compete and win.
0: Shit. I remember when uh, the Steelers, they drafted Mason Rudolph and Big Ben came out and he basically said, you know, I'm not going to help Mason Rudolph at all. And people were in an uproar about that, too. But like, like we keep on saying, these guys are competitors. They don't want to lose their spots. No,
1: and I wouldn't either. So it's, it's, I, I can't blame him um, for that mentality because I think I would probably have some of the same sentiment there. So um, yep. next piece of news is Coach Shanahan states that Debo will not be leaving. So I know that there was some speculation there that perhaps he would get traded to a different team. Um, Debo doesn't really want to be there uh, as far as our understanding. And um, sounds like he's going to continue to be there. So I personally am not very surprised by that because he is going to be the focal point of that offense. And he is an extremely talented player. Um, but do you have anything to add to that one?
0: no uh, i don't think there's any smoke to him leaving i mean he wants to get paid which the 49ers will pay him Mm -hmm. um i haven't seen anything that says you know debo's pissed off at any coaches so um i don't know exactly what debo's issue is uh but i think money solves everything
1: do you think do you think he wants to go to a, a more competitive team do you think that could play I into
0: could, it? I could see that, yeah. I could definitely see that. But like I said, I, I think at the end of the day, these guys, they just want to get paid.
1: Mm-hmm. That's that's so, fair to say. But if if another team, like if the, if the Chiefs were to offer him, you know, a, a very competitive pay structure as uh, the 49ers, I mean, wouldn't you be enticed to go play with Patrick Mahomes over um, Trey Lance?
0: Yeah, of course. Of course.
1: So, um, but – He's going to be playing with Trey Lance, so um, there's not really much more to to discuss there. Uh, Mike Tomlin is excited for the quarterback battle between Mitchell Trubisky, Mason Rudolph, and Pickett. This is interesting. I, I think, you know, w- when they signed um, Senor Mitchell, I was under the impression that he would be the starter. I think he's a better quarterback than Mason Rudolph is, um, but it sounds like. As far as what Tomlin is saying, uh, that there is a possibility that any any one of the three could end up starting this year. Do you, do you have any gut gut reactions as to who that might be?
0: I, I really don't. Um, I mean, obviously Rudolph has been in that system for what at least two three years now, so mm-hmm. he he knows the in ins and outs of that offense. Yeah. Um, he's obviously Rudolph is not a good quarterback. Uh, neither is Mitch uh i know you love mitch but i do let's be I, real I, I don't think he's, he's not great great he's not um, great he's serviceable yes yes um but i i just don't know uh
1: I, it's it's gonna be interesting that that quarterback room i think if i had to choose it's either gonna be mitch or pickett i don't really think rudolph yeah. is 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 gonna be the guy but um i guess time shall tell jameson williams is expected to be ready to go by the time preseason starts wide receiver for the lions. I believe it was his ankle. Is that correct? Yeti, that he, he broke his Uh, ACL. 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 Gotcha. Uh, he will be ready to go. So that is some good news for, uh, all of you in your rookie dynasty drafts.
0: And Jalen hurts. I'm excited about
1: him. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not either. I mean, and it sucks because those upper echelon wide receivers, you hope they've found a better home and and none of them really did. So it it kind of sucks to see. Um, Last piece of news is Jalen Hurts got surgery on his ankle and is, quote, feeling good. So Jalen Hurts, uh, he is the winner of um, of the Eagles draft because they didn't go out and get another quarterback this time. So he's going to be their guy this year. And uh, with him having a healthy ankle, I think it's it's good. So any other news before we get into the rest of the rookie breakdown? No, sir. All right, then let's jump into it. I'm gonna have- we're going to have to continue to use this drop for other stuff because that's just I mean, it's it's such a it's such a great job. Oh, that, man.
0: Um, Whenever I hear that sound, you know, it's football time. man. I know
1: it. I know it. So, uh, guys, we're going to go ahead and break down the rest of the rookie draft um, and notable people uh, for third and fourth and any other rounds that we feel as if there is a a player worth mentioning. Uh, we did the first and second round on uh, on Tuesday's episode, so go listen to that one if you have not and you're interested in hearing our thoughts and opinions on those. But we are starting with the third round. So to kick it off, I'm going to butcher this name, so be prepared. I have Mr. Velas Jones, wide receiver to the Bears. Initial thoughts there, Tony?
0: Uh, I think you did a good job saying his name. Thank you. Um, yeah, yep. Uh, but obviously, with this guy, um, I think he projects kind of as a wide receiver three in the Chicago's offense. Oh wow! Um, I mean, I was looking at their depth chart, and the, the Bears they have Mooney, who mm-hmm. obviously he kind one? of exploded last year. Yeah, yeah he's their he's their one, and then they signed uh, Byron Pringle from the Chiefs in free agency.
1: They did do that. However, yeah, he's he, he's in a little bit of legal trouble, perhaps.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, um, I did not he, see that one.
1: Yeah, he was drunk driving in Florida, I believe. So uh, uh, no. he might be looking at a suspension there
0: for May the I first time. just get weeks. an
1: Uber. I know. I, don't get the, I know. Get they got millions Uber. of dollars. Get an Uber. I agree. Yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, like I said, I could see him stepping in as a wide receiver three right away in this offense, maybe even two if mm-hmm. Greenville isn't ready to go. Um, uh, the the Bears, they have 41% of their targets from last year available after uh, Robinson, he's gone. Marquise Goodwin, he's gone. Yep. And Bird has gone as well. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, it, the Bears are hurting a wide receiver. It, it was really no surprise to anybody that they went and got one. Um, while I don't see him being that wide receiver one, uh, he certainly is going to have value, I think, this year, especially if Pringle, depending upon what the NFL decides to do, with punishment, he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be somebody to target. He's he's definitely has some upside because Justin Fields needs all the help that he can get. So, Amen. Jelani Woods, tight end to the Colts. Excited? Don't care. What are you? I, I'm yeah. You're shrugging your shoulders, and I'm kind of thinking the same thing. It's a tight end. Um, perhaps he'll be more. I would assume he's probably going to be more of a blocking tight end than anything else, given the offense. Um,
0: yeah and and they the colts they lost jack doyle due to Mm -hmm. retirement so i mean that opens up a tight end spot but they do have mo alley cox there already from last year yep um so i don't know what to expect with woods i'm not excited i'm I'm not excited about it either but i think it's
1: worth mentioning um as i i wouldn't target him in a draft uh desmond ritter quarterback to the falcons is Desmond Ritter going to be the franchise guy for the next 15 years for the Falcons? I think that's the question everybody wants to know.
0: And uh, what do you say to that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, TBD.
1: Um, I, I think the Falcons are in a really, really bad spot. Uh, and I, I think I, I could perhaps see him starting to get some playing time a couple weeks in. Um, they, they do have Marcus Mariota there. And, you know, to be honest with you, Marcus, in your, as your Raiders fan, he was on the Raiders. Mm-hmm. He played for yeah. Derek Carr for a couple games, and I don't think he was terrible, but he certainly wasn't a long term solution. and uh, And I think that that's probably going to be a similar thing for the Falcons. The Falcons are they're what I would consider to be pretty much in shambles at this point. Um, so, what's the harm in getting the guy in there, you know, and, and having him learn the speed of the NFL and kind of understanding the flow of the game? What's the harm in it, right? Get a, let right. Mariota kind of start for a couple weeks to get the get the the wheel bearing going and get the grease going and then let him take over he's gonna fail he's gonna hurt but that's how you grow and I I think that's probably what will end up happening now whether he's a long-term solution probably just depends on his play
0: yeah and I kind of cover this in in the last episode too but uh, Mariota he's injury prone Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I pray he stays healthy. I don't want anybody to get hurt, but I can definitely see yeah, we,
1: uh, we do not root for injuries on this podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can definitely see him missing some time and maybe mm-hmm. Ritter steps in that way. Not saying that Ritter can't come in and, and beat him right away, but um I think it's best for him to sit um for a little bit at least because the Falcons they're not gonna do anything this year. Uh they're yeah. not gonna be relevant uh yeah. in fantasy or in the NFL. Yep, so. I
1: agree. This one, I, I, I do think there is a little bit of maybe some excitement here. Greg Dulcich, tight end to the Broncos. The Broncos yeah. are a completely different team than they were last year. Is, is, are, are you a little bit more excited about that one than Jelani Woods?
0: Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, is it Dulcich? I don't know how to say his last name. Yeah, it is. But uh, he's, he's more of a, a receiving tight end, too. Mm-hmm. And he fills the void that Noah Fant is leaving behind now that he's with Seattle. Yes. Um, so I could definitely see him getting, um, some looks. I could see him maybe even starting. Um, so he might be worth a flyer, uh, you know, in the late rounds of fantasy yep. drafts.
1: Yeah. And it, I, I kind of agree, like, it, especially for rookie startups, you know, maybe depending upon if it's super flex and where people are going, he could be like a, a late second, early third round guy. I could see that, that goes, um, and, and could have starting potential value. So I, I I'm, I'm kind of excited about those, I think it's, uh it's out of all the tight ends. He's one I'm more excited about given that offense and where, where they're headed
0: as a Raiders fan. I, I, I hope he doesn't do well, <laughs> but I know he'll put up monster games against the Raiders. So, yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's sorry for that.
1: Uh, Malik Willis, we kind of touched about this just a little bit earlier before we actually talked about it, but Malik Willis is a quarterback and he was drafted to the Titans. Um, as I mentioned, we, we touched on this, uh, uh, I don't know. If I was in a super flex league, I wouldn't be targeting him first. Um, He certainly has some value, especially if he can end up beating Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill gets hurt, or he sits behind Ryan Tannehill until Ryan Tannehill beats himself out. um, And and then he could maybe get some starting potential there. So uh, I wouldn't expect him to be fantasy football relevant right away, but definitely worth noting because it's a little more interesting there, I think.
0: Yeah, and I think out of all the rookie quarterbacks, um, Willis could be walking into the best situation, mm-hmm. uh, fantasy-wise, and uh, from a playing uh, perspective too, just because they are a run-heavy team yeah. and they do a lot of RPOs. Um, they do a lot of play action. So, uh, not saying that's easy to do in the NFL, but as a rookie, it's probably easier than being a pass-heavy team. Yeah, you know, reading the defense um, on the fly. Right. And Willis, he, he's very raw, you know, he played at Liberty. So the level of competition is kind of up in the air, but I do think if he does play at all, he's in the best situation possible. Like I said, I, they, they have a good old line. There's weapons around him, albeit they're, they're young weapons. They're good still. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. I don't think he will start at all this year.
1: Unless uh, injury. injury. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I would agree. I don't think you will either barring injury. Um, but time shall tell. This yeah. next one I'm 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 interested in. Jalen Tolbert, wide receiver, went to the Cowboys. Um talk to me. Uh, <laughs> I I I love to watch the world burn. I root for chaos on this podcast throughout the entire, like when, uh, when Melvin Gordon got re-signed um, with, with the Broncos, I was ecstatic because that took Javante Williams and knocked him down just a couple pegs. And everybody in this offseason was so high on getting Javante. He's still a great running back and he's still going to be great for fantasy football. But with the re-signing of Melvin, it did hurt him a little bit. I'm team chaos. And I, uh, I love the fact that they got this guy because I think that it, it kind of hurts CD a little bit, not to the point where he, I think so. I mean, CD didn't have the greatest target share when Amari Cooper was there this last year. And then they got rid of Amari Cooper. And then that was like, Oh shit. CD lamb is going to be a rock solid wide receiver. One was everybody's mentality after Cooper left. And then they go out and they get another wide receiver in the third round here. I st- I don't think it necessarily. I don't think it destroys CD Lamb because I think he is still a top end wide receiver. But I think it definitely it hurt, it does hurt him a little bit. I think.
0: So let me ask this: um, Last year, um, you know, Amari Cooper was still with Dallas, and he probably saw a lot of the number one cornerbacks on him. But now mm-hmm. CD will see you know all the top cornerbacks on him. Do you think he can still produce at a high level? I'm
1: concerned. I'm concerned. Jalen Tolbert. I mean, he's a he's a big boy. Six three. I just looked that up, yep. and he, he's a he's a big boy. Um, I I have my concerns with CD. I do, and and I've I've stressed this over and over again. You know, um, he didn't have that second year leap like everybody was hoping that he was going to, and and I don't know. Like if you were to ask me which one I'd rather have at this point between CD Lamb or uh Jalen Waddle I think I'm taking Waddle and you know they're not the same draft class but uh they're they're close and I just have concerns with CeeDee Lamb because Mm -hmm. I didn't see him you know with Amari Cooper being the wide receiver one and pulling the defense you would think that that CeeDee Lamb would be the beneficiary of that and right he was at times but he wasn't he wasn't what everybody wanted him to be. He wasn't what everybody thought he would be in year two. And now with him being the wide receiver one, I think that also hurts him a little bit.
0: Yep. Yep. I agree. And I think uh, Tolbert, um, I don't think he directly impacts CDs production, but I I do see him maybe taking over Gallup's role. Um, You know, Dallas, they lost Cooper, obviously, but they also lost Cedric Wilson, Mm -hmm. who. He had a good amount of targets in that offense last year, so sure. somebody needs to replace um, Wilson's role from last year. I think Tolbert can come in and he can be uh, the immediate wide receiver three in that offense, with the potential to go up to two, yes. assuming Gallup isn't healthy.
1: Yes, and I, I, and Gallup's not. He's like what thirties, I think. How old is Michael Gallup?
0: Uh, he might be in his late twenties.
1: That's uh, yeah, somewhere around there, and that's. Uh... It has to be noted, right, because what's the long term of it? I'm gonna look this up right now um you know he's twenty six so he's still got probably a life left, i guess uh but it, and he's yeah, coming so just, off
0: a torn what Achilles or what did, um, what did he do last he, year
1: I can tell you how fast he is um, oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not sure what he he was injured, and it was something to do with his leg, it appears. Um, but they did re-sign him, uh, barring the injury. So they let Amari Cooper go and they, they knew they needed him and they wouldn't get, you know, they kept him there. So, I I'm not surprised by that because Michael Gallup did do great. Um, gosh, it's not saying that, what his injury was, uh, something with his leg. That's the best I can oh. tell you. Cause it was calf, hamstring and quad. Um, everything, the whole, yeah, yeah, his leg. whole leg just fell off <laughs> and. Had a Mister Potato head it back on. Um, yep. Yeah, you know Jalen Tolbert is somebody I would be looking at as like a kind of on the same spect like a mid second rounder guy uh, that could certainly have relevance rather quickly, um, yep. barring that offense. So that that will be interesting. Uh, Rashad White, running back to the Buccaneers. I was a little pissed off about this, but I, I don't know what your initial thoughts are.
0: Um, so Rashad White, he's one of the best receiving backs, uh, in this draft class. Um, you know, he is the type of guy that you just want to get the ball in his hands basically and let him do what he does, uh, break people's ankles in space. Um, but I see kind of a limited path for him, uh, to get on the field because obviously they have Fournette, they have yep. Keyshawn Vaughn who proved to be a good backup. Uh, for Fournette, but they also have Gio Bernard in that receiving back him. role. Yeah. 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 So where does, or how does white get on the, on the field? I mean, he would have to be out Geo, which I'm not saying is impossible to do,
1: Yeah, um, but
0: Geo's in that slot right now as a, as a receiving back third down back.
1: Um, well, in playoff so, Lenny, I think they he signed what a one year deal, I believe if memory
0: serves. Yeah. So
1: he's, you know, he's, they're planning for the future and he is not part of that. Giovanni Bernard is also kind of older. Um, and he's what's I, I can't remember his contract. I, I don't think it was very long either. Um no. so what does that mean? You know, is it gonna be Keyshawn Vaughn or is it gonna be Rashad White? I don't know. I really don't, because Keyshawn Vaughn did play really well, but then they went and got another running back, which is which is interesting to me. Um I personally would have thought they would have grabbed a receiver over a running back if they were looking offensively. Yeah. But um, I am not part of that organization or any NFL organization. I'm just a spectator on the side. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was I was a little sad by this because Rashad White is a good running back, and he's not going to see time this year, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I, I don't see a way he gets on the field right away. I don't either. Next up is
1: uh, – I'm going to butcher this one. Tyrion Davis-Price, I think
0: that's right. Good job. Um, yep. um,
1: that's kind of a cool name. I like that name. Tyrion. Uh, running, running back to the 49ers. Should we be fearful that Elijah Mitchell is going to lose a starting role over this?
0: Man, Kyle Shanahan has a boner for running backs. What, I hate it. What the I freaking hell? hate it. it is the, <laughs> when you're playing
1: fantasy football, it's just close your eyes and throw a dart.
0: Honestly, yes. I feel like every year they have taken a running back with, uh, in the first three rounds. So I don't, I don't understand it. Um, I don't, I don't think this hurts Elijah Mitchell at all. Um, I think this says a lot more about his backups. Um, you know, last year they drafted Trey sermon out of Oklahoma and he didn't do anything last year. Um, but they also have you know Jeff Wilson as a backup they also have uh um, a Jim lot Michael of running backs. yeah it's just kind of a shit show in the backfield so i think they just want somebody to stand up as as a backup um you know Elijah Mitchell he got hurt last year mm-hmm. and they they kind of just had a committee uh yeah. when he went down for i forget how many games two or three Something, um yeah, that he was there. out um, so I think this is more of a you know insurance policy because if a running back stays healthy for seventeen games, you know you get a pat on the back. You know that's yes. and that's awesome, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's realistic anymore.
1: No, I and, and I'm hoping as an Eli Mitchell owner myself that uh, he will be okay going forward and, <laughs> and solidified in his role. But I, I do think that he probably will be. It's, it is frustrating, though, right? Because as you just mentioned, that whole that running back room, every freaking year, it's like you just don't want to touch it. You you don't want to mm-hmm. touch the entire thing because you think you, you know and everybody thinks, and then all of a sudden, nope, that person's not playing anymore. They're benched, and it's somebody else, and you're like, who the fuck is this guy? You fight him on the waivers. You, I mean, it's, it's a crapshoot. It's frustrating, um, and it's going to continue to be a little confusing, I think, so yep. – uh, moving on Matt Corral quarterback to the Carolina Panthers. Now that was a good Panthers sound. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Is he going to start for him? Is he going to play over Sam Darnold?
0: Uh, that's a million dollar question right now. Um, gosh, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know, but I think it was fascinating, uh, to note that Darnold, he's in his last year of his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they, they spent a third round pick on Matt Corral, not much, uh, you know, they didn't spend too much on him, uh, with that pick. So I could, there could be a, a way he sees a field, you know, as early as week one, week two, I guess. Um, I don't know.
1: Do you think, do you think uh, there's still a chance that that Jimmy G and or Baker Mayfield will end up wearing a Panthers uniform? I forgot about them.
0: I honestly forgot about them. Um. I don't know. I don't know. I think they would wait until preseason because um, the Browns, I, I think they realize that Deshaun Watson, obviously, he's a hell of a quarterback, but there's still a chance that he gets suspended. Mm-hmm. If he does get suspended, who's going to back him up?
1: Didn't they go get they, another quarterback recently?
0: They did get um, uh, Brissette. Jacoby yes, Brissett. Jacoby Brissett, yes. Good backup, but Baker Mayfield, he knows offense. You yeah. Know, obviously, he's been there, what, three, four years, something like that. Somewhere. So he's he's very valuable, mm-hmm. and in, the, in the Cleveland, they know that. So I feel like they're asking for too much at this point because they don't want to lose him.
1: Yeah. Do, I mean, do you think that if uh, the NFL announced tomorrow that Watson is cleared and will be free to play with no penalties – do you think they move on from Mayfield right then and there?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. so I think they're just kind of waiting and seeing what's going on with the suspension. Gotcha. Um, but, I mean, if he does go to Carolina, then I would say that Matt Corral is not going to see the field. Yeah. Barring injury. Barring injury. That is, we. I, I love it because you
1: always got to say it. You always got to say uh-huh. it. Um, all right. Brian Robinson running back to the Commanders commanders is antonio gibson did he just lose his
0: job oh man that hurts that hurts because i i love antonio <laughs> i know you gibson, do man i know i drafted him high last year and i, I was know. all over him and i mean he sucked for the first half of the season came and then on he came back the later in half.
1: championship week man you and i uh, were going yeah. at yeah
0: yeah that that hurt a lot man um uh, but seeing brian robinson get drafted to washington it it just muddies up that backfield yeah. uh you know, obviously Antonio Gibson's there and JD McKissick is there mm-hmm. and, and Brian Robinson. He's, he's a good back. He's a yeah. big back, big bulldozer, physical type of guy. So, I mean, he's a, he's a good compliment to uh, Antonio Gibson, but I think you could also take Antonio Gibson's job. Really? Um, and I say they're... that, yeah, I say that because they want Gibson to be a bell cow type of back. He's yeah. gotten hurt the uh-huh. past two seasons. Um, and he has fumble fumble injuries so he yes, gets benched yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, now if he fumbles two games in a row or you know if he ha- if he just has an issue holding on to the ball I could see a possibility where Brian Robinson takes his job.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I I uh, that's going to be interesting cuz I, I you know I think you bring up some really really good points there and I think there is a decent possibility that if Gibson doesn't get his shit together, it's it's either shit or get off the pot, and and uh, so he would be a running back that I would be interested in obtaining for fantasy football. Um, might have fantasy football relevance very quickly, or you might have to wait a little bit. But he's one that I think certainly has potential to uh, to see the field at some point this year. So I, I would be ex- a little excited to get him. Excuse me. Moving on, David Bell, wide receiver to the Browns. Is he going to see the field week one, you think?
0: I don't know about week one, um, but his competition really isn't that stiff. You know, he's Uh got uh, Peoples-Jones, and then he's got Anthony Schwartz to beat out to see the field. Um, I I mean, obviously, he's not going to beat out Coop. um, But I I think there is a real possibility he could see the field. Yeah. Um, Now, David Bell, uh, uh, he he had comparisons to a Keenan Allen or even a Juju Smith. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that he is going to be Keenan Allen or Juju, but, um, you know, analytical people, they, they say that he compares well, as far as like his combine times and how he Mm -hmm. looks on the field. So if you can get that, I mean, yeah, I would, I would say see the field right away.
1: Yeah. And so he would be a wide receiver that I don't think is going to go first or early second, but definitely is somebody to keep on the radar because, any wide receiver that's playing with deshaun watson i get a little little excited about because deshaun watson makes everybody around him fantasy football relevant um and at some point when deshaun watson gets cleared and whether it's a six game suspension or whatever he faces um when when he gets on that field i would i would want any piece of that offense on my team so um certainly somebody i think i would kind of target and uh given where you're at in the draft and what picks you have and if uh If there's other people in front of him that aren't as as appealing, I would definitely maybe reach on that one a little bit to get him. Last wide receiver and player in the third round to talk about is Danny Gray, wide receiver to the 49ers. Do Uh, you get tingly about
0: it? I do. Really? Big if. Big if. If Debo leaves, then Danny Gray becomes... I think you have to draft him like you, you have to reach to get him yeah. because he's uh, he's a four, three forty type of guy. He's a mm-hmm. playmaker. Um, just get the ball in his hands and let him work type of guy. So if Debo leaves that opens up a big share of the offense, obviously. I mean, who becomes uh, wide
1: receiver one at that point? Brandon Ayuk. Exactly. Yeah. So hey. somebody else is going to have to fill in and and it could be David Gray. I don't see Debo leaving in, right now, um, but Danny Gray could be a potential stash down the line because if Debo doesn't resign his rookie contract, someone's going to have to step up.
0: Yeah. And that's a situation that we'll have to watch uh, during the preseason and everything. Cause if Debo doesn't report to training camp, if he missed the preseason, then I, you know, obviously shoots up, but yeah. then you want to give uh, Danny Gray a look as well. A Absolutely. Very hard look. Absolutely. Great analysis there.
1: Let's move on to the fourth round. And to start, if my uh, screen here will work, is Cade Oten. He is a tight end for the Buccaneers. Does that mean Gronk's not coming back?
0: I don't know. I, who knows what Gronk is doing, man? As, aside from partying with Kelsey, I don't know what the <laughs> hell he's doing. <laughs> uh, I would say if he doesn't come back, uh, you know, this is a good position for Cade Otten or Otten, yeah. whatever, however. Um because they did lose OJ Howard and then obviously Gronk would be gone too so current tight ends there are Cameron Brait and now Cade Otten
1: yeah certainly it leaves the door open a little bit for a possibility there um I think Gronk's gonna come back I I do think think he's gonna come back and play one more year with Tom um I think that's in the cards but uh I guess we will see because right now he's trying to probably cause a little bit of buzz about himself. But um, I think, I, me personally, I think he is going to come
0: back. Me too. Me so. too.
1: Next person, Damian Pierce, running back to the Texans. The Texans desperately needed running back and they grabbed Damian Pierce. Thoughts there?
0: Well, I think this is one of the first running backs that could come in and make an immediate impact. Um, yep. Other than Brees Hall. Um, and I, I was kind of looking at uh, you know all the running backs I got taken this year. And I think Pierce has a real possibility of outperforming Kenneth Walker, who just got drafted ahead of him, mm-hmm. to Seattle. And I say that, I mean, uh, yes, I know he plays for the Texans, but um, they they need somebody to run the ball. And I don't think that answer is going to be – Yeah, I don't think the answer is going to be yeah, Mac. Yeah, and, uh, or and sexy Burkhead. Rexy
1: Burkhead. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't think that's hard to beat out. And Pierce, he's a fresh guy. I mean, yeah. he split carries at Florida, and but when he got his carries, he's a beast. Yeah. Um, I, I legit think he could start week one, and like I said, I, I don't know if that's a hot take, but I, I bet he outperforms Kenneth Walker this year.
1: Wow. Well, I, I don't, I. I don't think it's a hot take either, but it's it's certainly one worth uh, worth mentioning because it's got some heat on it. it, it it's it's a little spicy. It's like um, it's like hot sauce. It's not the fire sauce in the Taco Bell packet, but I would say it's the hot sauce. Uh, because I, I I think there is some potential. I will tell you this: Scotty's army might come after you for that if uh, Walker does do better. So I just get your shield ready just in case. Okay. Um, I'm ready. Bring it. Because they attack me quite consistently. In fact, I said in last episode it was April uh, instead of May. And and people did call me out. For those that, that caught it and called me out on it, my bad. I apologize.
0: Give you a little slap on my hand.
1: They did. They did. Uh, no, but, no. I, So yeah, but I, I don't hate that. I don't hate that thought process because someone has to do something, you know. And it was the same thing last year. Brandon Cooks was fantasy football relevant on a rather unproductive team. They're trying to do things uh, to to point that that chip in the right direction, and uh, that could be Damian Pierce. So, next player is Daniel Bellinger, tight end to the Giants. I don't really care. I don't know if you do.
0: I don't really care either. Um, I only think he's worth bringing up because the Giants did lose even or Evan Ingram in free he retired, agency. Retired, or
1: did he go to free agency?
0: I don't know. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Um, but I know he's no longer with the jet or Giants, rather. Um, and the Giants, they picked up uh, Ricky Seals-Jones in free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they, they spent a fourth-round pick on Bellinger, So maybe they see something in him that, Perhaps. you know, obviously you and I don't see. The words um, Daniel he,
1: and Jones is my main concern
0: it, there. Yeah, of course. So. <laughs> but it, it is a new system. In New York. They uh, got uh, the Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator at Mm. head coach now. Um, Now, obviously, I'm not making any comparisons, but they did use Dawson Knox a lot in Buffalo. They did. They did. Um, So maybe if they're trying to use, you know, convert the Giants system to kind of the Buffalo's way, maybe they do try to utilize a tight end more. Worth noting. I like that. Could be that guy.
1: Yeah. So that's,
0: that's why I bring him up.
1: I like that. I think that's, that is a, a great reason to bring them up. Um, are you, are you buckled? In, are you, are you calm? i take a deep breath. Are you okay? Okay. Yeah. Zamir white running back to the Raiders. Is Josh Jacobs days
0: limited? <sighs> that hurts my heart. Cause I love Jacobs. I know Jacobs. you're a Raiders fan. Yeah. I'm a diehard. Uh, but I, I love Josh Jacobs. Um, before the draft started, there was news that came out that the Raiders are not going to pick up uh, Josh Jacobs' fifth-year option on this uh-huh. contract.
1: And I heard that. The reason
0: being, um, his if they were to pick up his fifth-year, he they'd have to spend, I think, $10 million, which on yeah. a running back, not great nowadays. Uh-huh. So there is a real possibility that Josh Jacobs leaves after this year. Yes. Um, There's a new offensive system in Las Vegas now. Um, There's a new coaching staff, obviously, so they want to bring in their guys. Mm -hmm. Um, They did draft two running backs. Obviously, we're talking about Zamir White here. So I'm kind of thinking that they are looking for replacements uh, because they already have a a crowded backfield. Uh, They had Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, and they signed Brandon Bolden from New England last year. Yeah. Now they add two more running backs. So I, am kind of thinking, um, Zamir might be in the rotation a lot earlier than people think.
1: You think they're going to go into more of a split backfield?
0: Yes. I I could see that. Um, just because like I said earlier, it's so hard for a running back to stay healthy for 17 games now. Um, rightfully so. Um, and Zamir, he's a really good running back out of Georgia. Um, I could see him taking goal line carries, short yardage carries from Josh Jacobs right away. Yeah. So if, if Jacobs misses time as well, Zamir White is going to be the guy that you want. He's going to be the handcuff to Josh Jacobs, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. It's going to be – I saw that, and I was like, man, that's tough for Josh Jacobs because, I mean, he's – chances are he will not be wearing a Raiders nu- uniform next year. Um, yeah. Where will now, he Unless go? he
0: has a, a, a great season. Uh, yes. You know, and, and the Raiders are like, okay, we have to resign you And he wants to work out a deal Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a real possibility He's, he's not a Raider next year So R.I.P. my Josh Jacobs jerseys <laughs> uh, You can replace it with a Zemir
1: White one um, There we go <laughs> Next up, running back Isaiah Spiller to the Chargers I like this um, Talk to me, yeah, what do you like? I, li- I-, I like this because Austin Eckler is a freaking beast, dude. He is. Austin Eckler is, uh, I want to say he finished running back three last year. Three, I believe, um, or three or four. I mean, he was a top five running back last year. He's a pass-catching running back. He is a goal-line running back. He's a get-us-a-fucking-touchdown running back, and he does a great job at it. His issue is, is staying healthy. Um, And he was hurt a couple games last year, and like, he, like we've said a couple times earlier, and you'd mentioned, staying healthy for 17 games is a difficult thing to do. It is. And so getting some help, getting some extra uh, beef and meat behind it, um, behind some of these running backs is a good thing. I like Isaiah Spiller. I think he's a really hard runner, and I think he he's going to see the field this year. I, I'm not going to say he's going to start over Austin Eckler because I don't think that's the case, but um, barring injury, and we have saw it last year, Eckler goes down. I think Isaiah Spiller has a very good opportunity to, to see the field and, and become fantasy football relevant very quickly.
0: Yeah, and I think he could be a perfect complement to us and Eckler, too. Uh, Spiller, he's a physical type of back. He's a bigger back. He wants to run through you, and I know Eckler does, too, but uh, he's a little bit smaller, but he's strong as shit. Um, And Like you said, he is injury prone, Uh so he might miss some time uh, and Speller could definitely see the field in a, in a rotation or, you know, just a spell Eckler every now and again. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did lose, uh, Joshua Jacob or Jackson rather. Um, just, is it Justin, free, Jackson? Justin Jackson. Yeah. My bad. You're good. They lost them in free agency. Did
1: they? I thought he was still there. I didn't realize that they lost him.
0: Yep. That, he's gone.
1: Dang. Yeah. Then, then I think that makes Isaiah Spiller that much more valuable. Um, He would be one of those running backs that may not see the field week one, but I think down the stretch, you're going to wish you had him on your team. So I I like Isaiah Spiller quite a bit here. Uh, Next up, Eric. I'm going to butcher the shit out of this one. Eric Izukanma. Izukanma.
0: Izukanma.
1: Yeah, I I (laughs) destroyed that. Wide receiver to the Dolphins. I'm not very excited about this to start, but um, I mean that offense is already extremely weaponized right now. You have Tyree Hill, Jalen Waddle, you've got Chase Edmonds, you have I can't remember the other running back back there. Um, it, it is a a very uh, already weaponized. Yes, you've got Gasicki, who they signed on a, a they franchise tagged him. Um, there are so many different people on that offense that I am I'm not insanely excited about it but they didn't need a wide receiver their wide receiver three is cedric wilson um so i i get it but not somebody i'm necessarily extremely hyped on to uh to obtain in fantasy football he would be a very late pick for me yeah anything else you want to say on that one or you want to move on
0: uh no you you
1: hit the nail on the head okay uh pierre strong running back to the patriots this pisses me off um yep. because now it's a three-headed dog and Bill Belichick is gonna do Bill Belichick things, and I'm not gonna say it two more times because I already did it last week. But uh, who who's the guy? Is it Damian Harris? Probably. Uh, yeah, Ramondre Stevenson, and now you get Pierre Strong. Why did you get another running back,
0: Bill? It pisses <laughs> me off because now you know for the fantasy football, I don't know. Right, and you know to begin with, I never trust the Patriots' backfield, but now it's like, what the fuck. Yeah. Um, so I kind of I had to look into it to you know try to figure out you know why the fuck would they do this and mm-hmm. Damian Harris is on his contract year, okay. um, James White injury prone type of guy obviously, uh, and Stevenson I believe he got hurt as well. I think um, so. So it's competition for Stevenson, and they want a replacement if Harris does leave. Yeah. So Pierre Strong is a good running back. I just don't know how he sees a field if everybody's healthy yes unless it's a three of me in rotation and wh- which... if it is i'm staying far away from.
1: yeah I'm, no matter what i'm not necessarily excited about that running back room period um because it's a three-headed dog and <laughs> you don't know which one's gonna eat that day um yeah. barring injury of course so i was frustrated to see that and i'm not really interested in, in touching that because it's it could blow up in your face pretty quickly next up is hassan haskins running back to the titans is Derrick Henry's Titans. day is over? <laughs> I can't oh say oh that with a straight yeah. face. <laughs> R.I.P.
0: Derrick Henry. He's gone. But, damn. The, the Titans, they sure have a type at running back, don't they? They do. They, they, they have a big-ass running back in Derrick Henry, and then they pick up Haskins. This dude is 6'2", 230 pounds. This dude is huge. <laughs> He's a big-ass a running giant. back. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, obviously – I don't think he will see the field, um, but he is going to be a valuable handcuff to Henry. Um, Henry. Henry got hurt last year, obviously, um, and Foreman he filled that role for for the Titans this yes. this past year, Deontay but Foreman. he's gone.
1: Yes, he yep. is gone.
0: He's so um, Haskin immediately becomes their running back too. Mm-hmm. So, if if you want to handcuff your your Derrick Henry pick, there you go.
1: Yeah, and I I. I don't hate it, right? Because Derrick Henry got hurt last year. Um, He's Mm -hmm. not getting any younger, and he's still a very scary, very big fantasy football relevant running back. But is he going to stay healthy again this year? We don't root for injuries, so I I sure hope so. But we also got to play it smart, and he's somebody that I would definitely be interested in obtaining as a handcuff with potential starter value given health. So I don't hate that. Um, TBD. Romeo Dubs. That is a cool name. Wide receiver to the Packers. Romeo Dubs.
0: Does that get you excited at all?
1: Um, No. Uh, Well, no. Uh, (laughs) I had to think about it for just an extra second there. Um, No, not particularly. They went and got a running back or a wide receiver in uh, the second round whose name is currently escaping me. Christian Um, Watson. Watson, thank you. Um, So they already went and got a receiver. Their current receivers are Sammy Watkins, Alan Lazard, and uh, Watson's going to be their, their other guy here. Um, Romeo Dubs may see the field. He could, but I don't think he's going to start at the beginning of this year. I think it's going to be the three that I just mentioned. Now understand, Sammy Watkins is extremely entry-prone, so there is a chance that he's going to get hurt, and I wouldn't put it pass him to get hurt because he's done it at every other team he's been with, um, that Romeo Dubs sees the field. So they needed a wide receiver there. We know that the Packers are hurting at wide receiver very badly. And, but I don't think he's going to be the guy, right? I don't think he is going to be. Right. And I, I, am going to say this and, and understand that what I say, I'm not implying anything by it, but who's going to be the Devonte Adams. That's the question you have to ask. No, obviously none of those players are going to be able to fill the void that is Devontae Adams, but somebody has to be a wide receiver one in that offense, certainly not going to be Dubs. If I had to guess, it's probably going to be Watson. But they're hurting, right? So um, I think Dubs will see the field this year. If I were to compare him to someone, I think it would be kind of more of a um, – more – Rondale Moore from the Cardinals where he sees the field sometimes, but he really wasn't a focal point in the offense. Um, I, I see, I initially kind of see him in that role to begin with, but um, certainly has opportunity to touch the field. It's just, he's not going to be the wide receiver one.
0: Yeah. I don't think he's worth spending a draft pick on right away. No, not at all. I mean, if
1: a late round pick like in the late third or fourth round, if you're just looking for somebody to grab that may end up having fantasy value for sure. But, um, no, I'm, I'm not looking at him as the wide receiver one. Last fourth round player, tight end Isaiah Likely and Charlie Kohler to the Ravens. What do you think?
0: Yeah, so I, I added these two to our sheet because I thought it was interesting that Baltimore, they took two tight ends in the fourth round, knowing that Hollywood is gone. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, Baltimore, they want to be a run heavy team. Um, they will get J.K. Dobbins back this year, and they'll get Gus Edwards back this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I don't think they're going to do anything surprising. They're going to run the ball, um, and and now that they don't have as many talented or they wide don't receivers, have, yeah, they don't have any talented wide receivers aside from Bateman. I think we see a lot more two tight end looks. Um, like a, so a true pro we'll,
1: style offense, you mean? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So. Um, obviously they'll have Mark Andrews at one spot and then it could be a combo of likely or collar Kohler, um, you know, depending on who has a hot hand that week. Um, now both of these guys, they aren't blocking tight ends. They're receiving tight ends. So I also thought that was interesting because there could be some value there. Um, you know, maybe Andrews, hopefully he doesn't get hurt, but, uh, hope somebody hope else that. needs to see targets yeah. besides Bateman and Andrews, um, so I, I think likely or Collar could kind of fill that role. Do you have I'm a not preference? saying? Go to, um, no, I, I really think it's just going to depend on how they do in the preseason, who mm-hmm. who they like more, who picks up the offense faster, who just looks better out there. Yeah, um, but I I think they're they're worth taking a look at.
1: Okay. Yeah. And, and like you, I think you brought up a very, very good point is um, the Ravens want to be more of a run heavy team. And I think that it is interesting that they didn't grab a receiver um, and that they went with two tight ends, but I think that kind of showed their hand that that's kind of the direction in which they want to head is at the very least give the appearance that they want to be a run heavy team. Um, And, and I think that we will see some pro style offense out of them this year. Mm -hmm. So, Yep. Others to mention that I think uh, you had added to the list here. We'll start with Sam uh, Howell. He is a quarterback uh, that went to Washington.
0: Yep. Yep. So, obviously, Carson Wentz, he's starting for the Commanders this year, supposedly starting uh, for them.
1: Um, I would hope so but, if they went out and searched
0: for him. Yeah, yep. <laughs> but um, how he was projected to go in the first or second round and uh, the I almost said the R word. Uh, sorry, Washington. <laughs> the Commanders. commanders. <laughs> the Commanders. Uh, uh, <laughs> now I lost my train of thought. Uh, but the Commanders... Uh, he fell to him. Yeah, he, he fell to the Commanders, and um, Wentz is... He can be cut after next year. Yeah. So if he has a bad year this year, they can throw out Hal. I think he... He could see the field if once gets hurt, which is possible, mm-hmm. or if he just doesn't perform, perform. like they expect. Yeah, uh, because like I said, he can be cut next year, and they spent um, a fifth round pick on Hal.
1: Yeah. So and, and you don't hate so, that because I mean he I, you're getting towards the end of the draft, and if a quarterback that has potential falls to you, you grab him, and he could end yeah. up being your starter one day. Yeah. So
0: that's all um, I got on
1: Hal. Okay, perfect. And then we have Khalil Shakir. I hope I said that right. Um, wide receiver to the Buffalo Bills. I I am interested on this one for sure. I I think yeah the the winners in the draft as far as this was concerned is um uh, oh my gosh I'm losing my mind today the wide receiver that went off at the end of the year for the Bills
0: Gabriel um, Davis Davis
1: thank you um cool. he won because they you know they did not go with a an early round wide receiver which tells us as fantasy football players that Gabriel Davis has solidified himself as the, the wide receiver two in that in a very productive offense um, uh, defense is going to be keen on digs that leaves Davis open. And guess what? There's a very high probability that Khal- Khalil Shakir is the wide receiver three.
0: Yep. That's exactly what I had too. um, he's competing with Jameson Crowder at that mm-hmm. three spot, which is, yeah. I think he can outperform Crowder there. Uh, Shakir, he should have been drafted higher, um, in my opinion, than the fifth round. He's he's a stud wide or yeah, wide receiver. In yep. um, Pro Football Focus, they had him rated as um, the highest. He had the highest career rating from Pro Football Focus out of this class too. So obviously, those guys they, they think pretty highly of him as well. Yeah. To, to land in Buffalo is, is a perfect spot for him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think he's worth taking a look at.
1: Yeah, definitely one of those late-round flyers that I would consider uh, snagging with my fishing pole. Um, mm-hmm. Next up is Kyle Phillips, wide receiver for the Titans. How are we feeling about yeah, that? Yeah,
0: so Kyle Phillips is interesting because he's going to a situation where um, Tennessee, they obviously obviously lost A.J. Brown. Um, yep. They have Robert Woods, uh, trailing Burks. Um, we don't know when Robert Woods is coming back, and we don't know what Burks is going to look like. Yeah. So Phillips could come in, and he could get Another some targets right, right away. Yeah, For sure. Um, like I said, we don't know. There are just so, a lot of question marks with yep. the other wide receivers there that maybe Phillips stands out in preseason, mm-hmm. and I could see him being a guy that gets a lot of hype of, like, oh, you need to draft this guy. Uh, You know, in August, people might be saying that about this guy. So I think he's worth keeping an eye on and just see how he does in camp.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. There's not much competition there. Yeah. Kind of a similar situation to the Bills, maybe even less competition. Um, Should should see the field this year, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Last player to mention is Justin Ross, wide receiver to the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, this is another guy that I, I think is interesting because he. So he missed the COVID season in college football because he had a um, a neck injury. Uh, he had a really rare, like neck neck disc injury that he had surgery on, so he missed the whole season. Uh, but he came back last year and he was very productive for Clemson, uh, albeit they didn't have a, a Clemson type year he yeah. was still performing on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, and before his neck surgery, he was regarded as a first round pick. Yeah. Um, so obviously the talent is there for Justin Ross. It's just a matter of, uh, can he get cleared and can he stay healthy? Yeah. Uh, because there's a lot of concerns that if he gets hit too hard or gets yeah. hit too many times that he could be done. Yeah. Um, so obviously that's why he didn't get drafted, but, uh-huh. um, if he does get cleared and, um, he has a good camp he could be worth taking a look at as well and and the chief system that i think he fits perfectly
1: yeah yeah no it's exciting and i and I, I agree with you i think um nobody's going to fill that void that tyree cole left behind but there someone's gonna have to try and, and you've got juju you've got um mvs and you've got sky Moore. but um the way they rotate players in and out of there he, he could definitely see the field so if, yep. if uh, you know, everything that you just mentioned comes to light and, and he is able to stay healthy, he could see the field. He'd, he would be another person I would consider as a late round flyer. So, yep. perfect. Well, that wraps up everything on the Rookie Breakdown. I uh, Hope you guys enjoyed that. And uh, let's just go ahead and move right along into the questions. Here's
0: the mail.
1: It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail i was very close there i was very close all right kick us off there there yeti
0: all right our first question comes from 11 sports who is a repeat listener so thank you very much for tuning big shout back out. in we big shout uh, we out we appreciate, appreciate you yeah so uh they ask uh 12 team uh Superflex ppr league uh do you take aj brown or london and olave I think I'm gonna take London and Olave.
1: I think I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna take Drake London and, and Olave there, which is tough, right? Because AJ Brown's AJ Brown, but I'm not excited about him being an Eagles now. That I, I'm 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 okay. I'm less excited about him it's an Eagle than than him as a Titans fan or Titans player. Um, Olave and London definitely have a lot of potential. Uh, they're both young guys, and I think that. They're also not on great teams though, you know, and that's, that's worth noting. I, I, this is a tough one. Um, what are you going to do? What, what do you think? I, where, where do you go?
0: Um, so I think AJ Brown, his situation is, a, is obviously a lot better than London and Olave. Um, but both of those guys, they're rookies. And I think a lot can change in the next few years with them. Yes. Um, and and if their situations do improve, they are two quality wide receivers. Mm -hmm. I'm leaning London and Olave. Now, if you're in a must win situation, I go AJ Brown.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I, I like that you said that because I agree. I think, um, they're both very talented wide receivers. And like you mentioned, like in a couple of years, the situation with those teams could change. And if that's the case, they could be sitting a lot prettier than they are right now um, with the Saints and the Falcons. So I I think I'm going to take both those guys over AJ Brown personally um, and, and ride the train of hopefully things
0: get better down the stretch. Yeah. Yep. All right. Our next question comes from Jack Zor. Uh, non-contending team which side do you prefer Uh, stefan diggs michael thomas and amari cooper or justin jefferson
1: dude i think if you got all three of those wide receivers you there's an argument to be made that you could contend yeah That, that i i think that's that's where my mind is at. I mean, Amari Cooper's got Deshaun Watson thrown to him. Michael Thomas is a huge question mark because we haven't seen him play in a while. Um, but n- given if he's Michael Thomas of past or even a semblance of that, he's going to be relevant in fantasy football. And then Stephon Diggs is a top-tier wide receiver in an incredible offense. So I, I think that's probably the side I'm going to lean. I think there's just... Uh, and I love Justin Jefferson. I really do. Um, he is He's a, a top-five elite wide receiver. Um, but I just think the value on the other side is just too great for, for me to personally pass up on.
0: Yep, I 100% agree. Yeah, you get two wide receiver ones basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, at worst, maybe a wide receiver three and Michael Thomas. Yeah. Who, you know, who knows with him? Mm-hmm. And, and that's not to say Justin Jefferson isn't, obviously, he is a wide receiver one. Um, but like you said, the value is just too good yeah. to pass up.
1: A 100%. So, and I, it doesn't scare me, but you know I mentioned it on on previous episodes, and it is worth noting that um, Kirk Cousins is on his he's almost done. You know he's got yep. one year left, and and then they'll probably not re-sign him. And then what's the quarterback situation look like? So just worth noting. Um, I don't I don't hate Justin Jefferson, and I I still think he can he will find relevance, but gotta gotta state it.
0: So yep yep yep. All right, next up leftover sandwich 96 <laughs> what, what kind of sandwich uh, do you think it was you know i was kind of wondering the same exact thing
1: i'm gonna it's say kinda... i'm gonna say roast beef sandwich Roast beef, okay. <laughs> yeah we
0: we got the meats yeah meaty okay. sandwich okay. i was kind of hoping you know just a basic ham and cheese sandwich
1: no, I think this thing's roast beef and like horseradish, and it's one of those like greasy, like
0: oh god, yeah, it's it's it'll Delicious, take me out. let's just stop right there. Yeah, let's just say, <laughs> let's just go to the question. All right, uh, we got twelve team, uh, one QB half point PPR league, uh, JK Dobbins and one hundred two or DK Metcalf and twenty twenty
1: three first. <sighs> Oh, this is a good question. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I, I, to answer this, I would like to see the supporting cast of the team, I think, to give a concrete exa- or answer here, because I... You could flip a coin on this one, I think, for me. And I would like to see what the makeup of the rest of the team is as far as where are you hurting at and and what do you need to do to get yourself out of that situation. And I think that kind of dictates how I would choose. Um, Just spitball. And I I think I'm going to take Metcalf in the 23 first, I think. But I, I could truly see an argument for either side. I don't know where you lean on that.
0: See, I was kind of leaning uh, the J.K. and the 102 side. Um, yeah. But I'm biased towards running back, running backs. And I think if J.K. can come back healthy, um, I, I think he could be a stud running back this year and going forward and, and Baltimore's offense. Um, and then with that 102 pick, um, you're, pro- you're looking at a guy um, like Drake London. You could get Olave. You could get Burks with that pick. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do lock up a good wide receiver for, you know, the next few years. Sure. Um, whereas DK Metcalf situation, it's murky knows yeah. what that looks like. I mean, obviously this year it's very murky. I'm not saying that couldn't change, but it just looks murky for at least this year, maybe even next year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm going to go with JK Dobbins and the 102. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either way.
1: I, I, like I said, you can make an argument on either side for me.
0: Yeah, Definitely. All right, next up, Vil the Thrill says, I have two 20, 2023 first-round picks and have two offers on the table for one of them. One offer is for Jalen Waddle and the other is for Hollywood Brown. Would you guys keep the pick or take one of them? I would
1: 100% take one of them. I, I would, personally. Um, if I were to choose, I would probably take Jalen Waddle. Uh, which is it? I love the Cardinals. I, lo- I like Hollywood Brown a lot. My my biggest concern with Hollywood Brown is is Hopkins. As far as it, and I say concern, but it's it's really not like I'm actually afraid um, because I'm not. I, I think that um, that Hollywood, especially with Hopkins being out for the first six weeks due to PED issues, um, Hollywood's going to be the wide receiver one, and Hopkins is getting older. But he's still, when he's on the field, he's going to draw attention, which could also help Hollywood quite a bit. Um, but Tyreek Hill's, I mean, it's kind of in the same situation, right? Like Tyreek Hill's kind of, he's getting up there in age a little bit. He's still incredibly fast and he is going to turn heads and, and pull. But how much longer is he going to be in the league? When does Jalen Waddle kind of take over? Jalen Waddle's a lot younger and he was the bright star in an otherwise not wonderful offense last year. So I think I'm going to take Waddle with that first round pick. Um, And I I think Waddle has potential to, uh, as the years go by, be one of these guys that is in the conversation for years to come. So I think, and not to say that Hollywood doesn't, but I just, I like the upside with Waddle better personally.
0: I agree. I think Waddle has a lot more upside than Brown. I think he has more upside than even the, the, 2023 first round picks um, mm-hmm. That that Villa thrill has So Agreed. I would lean Waddle Based off of upside and I do think Waddle can produce longer Or mm-hmm. later in his career as well um, Whereas Hollywood Brown
1: Who Will knows be And like yeah. you said
0: His upside is kind of capped with D-hop there And, so, and you,
1: the same thing for Waddle as far as He'll be in there yeah. like it, it does hurt a little bit But um, Waddle's going to be in the league for years to come like I, I just yep. I truly do believe that he had an outstanding rookie year, and I think he's going to continue to succeed and, and be relevant for years to come.
0: So whether uh, it's with Miami or another team, absolutely. So I, I think yeah. I'm going to take Waddle on that one. Yep. Okay, we have a question from Disaster uh, Twelve Team One QB Half Point PPR League uh, Chase Edmonds, Tyler Lockett, and the. 201 pick or Jerry Judy and the 103 pick. I'm
1: taking Jerry Judy and the 103 on this one personally. Um Chase Edmonds, I liked Chase when he was healthy with the Cardinals, but uh he wasn't healthy for very long and then it became the James Connor show, and James Conner did excellent. Um Chase Edmonds is now in a very weaponized offense with the Dolphins. Um but I can I always forget the other running back there.
0: Who's the other running back? Was it Gaskin? Gaskin?
1: Uh, Miles Gaskin was there and then I thought they got somebody else too. I could be wrong there. Um It's just I I don't know. I don't I don't I think he's kind of going to start being phased out of the league at some point. Um Raheem Mostert Thank That's you, Raheem Moser. Yep. So, they, I mean, it, it's going to be Mostert, Gaskin, and Edmonds. I, I wouldn't count on him to be a running back one. I think out of those three, he's probably the best option. But they're probably going to be throwing the ball quite a bit too, I would assume. Um, so, that I'm not excited long-term for Chase Edmonds. Tyler Lockett, I'm also not excited for long-term. Um, and, in fact, I'm not really excited about him this year in fantasy football at all, not because he's not a great wide receiver, but because at this current moment, Drew Lock is his quarterback, and that sucks. Um, because Tyler Lockett's game was, Russell Wilson's going to throw him 40-yard bombs. And Drew Locke, I don't think, could throw the football 40 yards, so it's going to be very difficult. Um, and then the 201 enticing, but Jerry Judy is, I, I like the potential with this kid. Um, and now that he's got a true... Top tier quarterback throwing in the ball. Um, I think he, he definitely could eat from it, and a 103 is also great. Uh, both those I love, and I, I'm,
0: I'm leaning on that side. Well said, I got Thank nothing you. else to say.
1: Yeah, all right,
0: yeah. good job. All right, we got internet police. Uh, oh, in a soup, yeah, watch out, watch just out. the sound yeah. of the police in my hood, cops, 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 cops. Uh, and the Superflex Dynasty League is a 2023 second good enough value to get for trading away Mariota. Yes, I would do that in a heartbeat. Um,
1: yes, I I don't know what your other uh, your quarterback room looks like in a Superflex League at this moment. There, internet police, but I would be doing that because I think Mariota's days are limited, and a second round pick next year is, is pretty enticing. Um, especially in a super flex league because you see quarterbacks go a lot sooner than, uh, than usual. Um, so you could, you could get really good value on that second round. I'd be curious to know kind of where you think it leans as far as like, do you think it's going to be an early, mid or late? Um, but either way, I think I would trade that away for Mariota.
0: Yeah. I think you take whatever value you can get out of Mariota right now. Uh, just because who knows how long he's going to be starting. Uh, whether it's, you know, a few weeks uh, this year or mm-hmm. maybe the Falcons, they get a, a different quarterback next year. Like, who yeah. knows what Mariota's future looks like. So if you can get a second round pick for him, I would take that in a heartbeat. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. All right. Not a spy. 42. This guy's so gets a no... spy. This guy's a spy. Oh, you, you spy. think so? There's no way. Hey, yeah, not... but... it, it, yeah. With
1: a username like not a spy, you're a spy.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. You're a spy. But I think that's something a spy would say. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have a dynasty ten-team super flex league, uh, one hundred two and one hundred five, or Mike Evans and Scary Terry.
1: Oh man, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a good one.
1: This is a good question. I think I'm gonna.
0: Uh i don't know i th- i wanted it, my
1: heart says take the picks
0: yeah is it wrong of me to think that those two picks would be wide receivers in this year's draft
1: no i think that i think i mean at 102 yeah you could get a running back or a wide receiver at 105 you can still get a receiver um yeah i'm taking those i'm taking the picks Uh, scary terry i love scary terry and i think he is a very talented wide receiver in a very shitty situation in the um the introduction of carson wentz to that offense does not really tickle me pink um so i'm i'm uh, i think scary terry will have more fantasy football relevance this year than he did last year i do believe that Uh, i don't think it's going to be insanely better I think it's it's going to be comparables to last year with with more upside to it, but um, I'm I'm going to take the picks on this one. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into a rebuild here, get rid of some players who are starting to show their age a little bit. Um, not that they are either of them are insanely old, but I think I I would just probably grab the picks and and start looking at rebuilding.
0: Yeah, and with Mike Evans, you have to question how much longer is he going to be relevant. Yeah, um, and I I asked that because Tom Brady he retired and then came back this year, so mm-hmm. obviously Mike Evans will be relevant this year. And I, I'm not saying that Mike Evans isn't a good wide receiver, but who knows what his quarterback looks like next year and after that?
1: Yeah, and he's um, 28
0: years old, so I yeah. mean, he's he's
1: getting up there in age a little bit. And and I think I I think I would just move on and look at grabbing some new players.
0: Yep, I agree. Okay, our last question comes from Viking386. They ask, which one would you guys prefer Dynasty, Hollywood Brown or Devontae Smith?
1: For me personally, Hollywood Brown. Um, If I had to choose, I I would take Hollywood Brown over Devontae Smith, and um, large in part due to the quarterback situation. I, I do think that... Um, Kyler Murray is a much better quarterback than Jalen hurts at this current moment. Um, and hopefully Jalen hurts progresses like we would, we hope he does. But I think, I, I, think Hollywood Brown has, has found himself in quite the favorable situation because he was a wide receiver one last year with the Ravens. Um, and then he left the Ravens and I, I think Kyler Murray can probably throw the ball just a little bit better than Lamar Jackson can. Um, and, I think Hopkins is going to draw a lot of targets or, or a lot of defenses, which leaves Hollywood as a great wide receiver two with wide receiver one upside. And if Hopkins gets injured again, Hollywood is probably finding himself in that wide receiver one role. Um, you could make the same arguments for Smith with, uh, with AJ Brown. I just, the Eagles are a very run heavy team and I, and the Cardinals are a very uh, pass heavy team. And that's why I like Hollywood Brown here.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree with you here. Um, I do think, I, I know last episode I was kind of down on Devonta Smith or just that offense in general, but mm-hmm. after kind of thinking about it, um, I I do think Devonte Smith will still have a productive year, and I say that because this year he won't be facing cornerback quarter, one. Yeah. He'll be facing second. You know the second quarterback or cornerbacks, and he's not going to be double teamed like he was last sure. year because yeah. AJ Brown is going to take all that coverage. Exactly. So Devonta Smith will have more favorable matchups more often than not, assuming AJ Brown is healthy and is AJ Brown from Tennessee. Um, so I'm. I mean, I think it's a very good question. I still lean Hollywood, but I think it's close. I do think it's close. Who do you think is going to finish the, a
1: higher in a wide receiver this year for fantasy football titles? You think Hollywood? Oh.
0: Hollywood Brown. Yeah. yeah. I say that now because Hopkins is out six weeks. So Hollywood Brown is the wide receiver one. The mm. offense will probably center around Hollywood if I yeah. were to assume. Um, so Hollywood is going to be the better wide receiver this year. Um, but who knows next year? Maybe things are different. Perhaps so.
1: That is all the questions that we have. Uh, yeah, that's all everybody we got. who has listened, if this is your first time here, welcome to the end of the episode. You have officially made it, and you are now officially a brainiac. What that means is a couple things. First and foremost, you are now part of our community. Go follow us on Twitter at LeatherBrains with the Z at the end of it. Hit Go that check us out. Button. yeah yeah press the follow button we 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 got quite the community um we're talking with people about fantasy football every single day people are giving thoughts and we're putting questions out there for for all you brainiacs to answer it's a good time so go check us out there second thing please go follow uh yeti here he is on twitter at a 58 that's a y e y a y 58 go give him a follow he has done such a fantastic job filling in for scotty and uh we, he may be back next week as well, as Scotty is still on his uh, his honeymoon. So, um, it's so selfish,
0: man. So I know. Goodness. It's
1: ridiculous. So go give Yeti a follow. Uh, he's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to football and the NFL, and, and we have loved having you on, brother. So thank you for joining us. Um, and lastly, go uh, click subscribe, guys. Click subscribe. We're on YouTube. We're on any podcast platform click subscribe and give us five stars it really does mean the world to such a small podcast such as ourselves
0: it takes 5 seconds it takes it does. 5 seconds
1: it does and that is all we've got so we all